0: welcome to you need therapy the happy people podcast or in more realistic terms the mental health podcast for young adults where we talk about everything mental health related and we have the conversations that no one wants to have because they're uncomfortable so welcome to the community i'm so glad you're here and let's hop right in everyone and welcome back to the podcast if you are new here um this is uni therapy and i'm emily i am your host um i have absolutely no qualifications to be giving you any sort of advice when it comes to mental health because i'm absolutely off the fucking rails but we're here anyway we're holding hands and we're doing it all together so um yeah, I am not even gonna lie to you guys. I was supposed to get the intro and the outro for this episode recorded about an hour ago. But then I got distracted um singing musical theater karaoke for about an hour. Um so yeah, so <laughs> that's what I was doing. But I'm I am not distracted anymore and I am I am ready to work. Um, okay, so in today's episode, we have a guest. You guys, we have the stunning Amanda McKay on talking about uh, elevating the emotional health of mothers specifically, but really, this episode goes for anyone. Um, and we we talked about everything under the sun. Honestly, like we we hit a little bit of everything, which I I'm very excited for you guys to hear this episode because I absolutely adored talking to amanda amanda's in new zealand um which was super cool because a her accent oh my god you guys i was obsessed i was obsessed i was like i could just listen to you talk for hours on end because her voice was so cool and also the way she said my name anytime i was like oh my goodness say it again amanda um but anyway she was so 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 gracious to come on and Take time out of her busy schedule and and answer all of my questions about her work and everything. And I honestly learned so much. Um, so I'm hoping that you guys do, too. And I'm hoping you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Um, yeah, it was funny interviewing her because. So I typically record on Mondays, so it was Monday at 8 p.m. for me, but it was Tuesday at, six, at 2 p.m. for her, which I thought was really funny, um, and it broke my brain a little bit trying to figure that out. But we're all good. We, we, we got it. Um, but, yeah, so if you're new here, you uh, would not know that I typically start each episode off with what I like to call my life breakdown, and that's kind of where I just loop you guys in on what's been going on since we last had a chat, and I just share – Extremely uh, TMI <laughs> details about my life. But on uh, episodes where I have guests, I don't typically do that just because um, I like to get right into their interview. Um, so, yeah, if you are new here, you do not get a life breakdown this episode, but there's tons of other episodes that I have life breakdowns, and next week will just be me again and we'll get a life breakdown there um if you're not new here thank you so much for continuing to come back and be a part of this family I absolutely love each and every one of you with my entire heart my entire being honestly head to toe I love you with everything in me um and I'm little so it might not seem like a lot but it's so much it's so much I have so much love in my little body to get everyone and I love you all okay anyway moving on (laughs) I'm in a weird mood today um So yeah, Uh, oh, if you want to share your life breakdown with me, or you just want to say hey, or you want to send each other TikToks, or, you know, anything else, really, um, (laughs) my Instagram is always linked in the description of the episode, as well as the description of the podcast, Um, I both, I have both my uh, personal Instagram and the Instagram for the podcast linked on there, so feel free to shoot me a message on either one of those, I will always answer Sometimes it might take two to three business days because I don't get on Instagram every day because I'm kind of bored with Instagram right now, but I will get back to you always 100% money back guarantee. Okay. I don't know at what point I'd be taking your money, but money back guarantee. Um, so yeah, so shoot me a message, say, Hey, if you guys like want to have a shoulder to cry on, if you want some advice, if you just want to vent, if you, want to you know talk shit whatever I'm down for it I love drama I love drama when it's not my own so honestly give me the drama I love it so yeah um that's all I'm gonna say we're gonna get into the conversation with Amanda Amanda thank you so 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 much again for coming on the podcast I absolutely adore talking to you and I hope you all enjoy this conversation so let's get into it well, thank you so much for taking time and joining me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, so welcome.
1: Is the, is the volume uh, noise okay? Is there any background noise? No,
0: we're all good. The mic sounds really good and everything. So we should be great for recording. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so first, if you just want to introduce yourself, that would be great.
1: Absolutely. So I'm Amanda and I'm a mind-body practitioner and I work with women exclusively, just bringing them back to their bodies, connecting their mind and body and making that connection. And I work with mothers, so I help them elevate their emotional health, help them free free themselves from overwhelm and stress by looking at um, past wounds and releasing those, learning to integrate and release them. Mm -hmm. And from that, these women experience great freedom and most particularly more joy and more ease in their motherhood journey, but in life in general.
0: Very nice. So how did you get into that career? Where did that start and that passion come from?
1: Well, I've always been very interested in holistic health, um, from a very young age, being very aware of it, um, and I became a yoga instructor and a nutritionist. Um, but it wasn't until later on when I became a mother that I moved into the mind-body connection route. And that was because I found myself uh, overwhelmed. I had three Mm -hmm. children. And I had responses coming up that I wasn't proud of. And I could see that, you know, obviously I wasn't mirroring um, what I wanted to be, the responses to pass on to my children. Um, I wasn't mirroring that to them. And I didn't know um, that all my busyness and other patterns that were going on, I just didn't realize that that was unhealed mm-hmm. childhood mm-hmm. yeah? And, and emotions that hadn't been expressed, mm-hmm. whether it was <clears throat> I, you know, wasn't able to at the time or didn't know how to. And it really was, it really shaped the way that I saw myself and the way that I saw the world. And I quickly saw that, look, unless I'm walking in really strong emotional health, then my kids won't they won't have a good strong sense of self-worth they will resort to the patterns that i had been um showing them subtly not realizing you know inadvertently like people pleasing and Mm. keeping really busy to avoid the pain and just um turning away from the pain by minimizing it oh it wasn't that bad or ignoring it, or stuffing it down, or pushing it to the side, or just just getting super busy so I didn't have to face it, really. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it comes up. And the thing is, when you have children, is that you can spend, you know, your prior life minimising it, pushing down, ignoring it, pretending it doesn't doesn't even exist, you know. But when you have children, they trigger Mm you. They really do shine a light on those unhealed parts of you. Right. And so I was... I was like, okay, i got to do something here. I'm, I'm carrying a lot of shame and guilt around these patterns. I don't want to stuff up my children. I don't want to damage them. Right. Um, so that's when I went down that whole mind-body route, and it was just completely life-changing. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Like, I – because I feel like – so me and my mom, we're really close. Like, we're best friends, but I feel like as I've gotten older and she's gotten older, we've, like – been unlearning, like bad, like people pleasing, and like we're unlearning that together now. As I become more aware of it, and that's causing her to become more aware of it, like that because she wasn't, and so we're now unlearning that together. So
1: <laughs> that's so beautiful that you're doing it together. That's so so beautiful, and it really is about us. And with that, you know, one of the biggest agreements is awareness. Mm-hmm. Just becoming fully awake to. what are the patterns I carry? What are the stories I carry? And in knowing how to do that, you know, there's a real gentle and safe way Mm -hmm. how to do that and to get through it, which is through the integration process, you know, really acknowledging uh, those stories for being there Mm -hmm. and not having any judgment around it. Like the thing is every feeling, feelings are meant to be felt, you know, emotions, Aria, that, that's that's one of the biggest parts of being human is having emotions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But for some reason we consider them interruptions. <laughs> yeah. And we also when our children show emotions, if we're if we're not fully healed and if we've got these old wounds that are blurring, you know, the past mm-hmm. wounds are blurring into the present. Mm-hmm. And so when we respond, it's actually not a response of what's happening now it's a response that has come up from deep within us that's triggered us and and that's how (laughs) goods trigger us but but being able to be aware and to catch yourself Mm -hmm. and acknowledge it you
0: know right wow yeah i because like i didn't because even now it's like because i'm still i'm only 20 but i there's still stuff from like childhood trauma that in like relationships and stuff i like bring in and i'm like oh right you don't have to I don't have to be worried about that with that with you. Okay. Sorry.
1: (laughs) That's right. Yeah. And it's amazing how we can live from the neck up. Mm -hmm. In other words, we can live in our mind and Mm -hmm. it's just on a loop right? repeating the same stories and the same patterns. Mm -hmm. And it really takes tools and it takes a strategy to get ourselves down into our bodies and connecting that mind and body and making that connection. And most of us go through our lives, Never making that connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of us, it wasn't, you know, wasn't displayed to us or shown. We went, we went taught it, you know, mm-hmm. in school, and some of us uh, weren't taught it growing up in our family homes. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, no right, no wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really um, get women to take a look at that and become more aware of what they're carrying, because what I find is a lot of women um, come to me and they're like, oh. I just yell at my kids or I just go from zero to a hundred and I don't know where it comes from or, and then of course that brings on feelings of guilt and shame and et cetera. Um, and once they learn that, oh, actually those responses are unhealed trauma or wounds that, you know, have never seen the light of day or we've never acknowledged them or emotions that have just been stuffed down and we've never expressed them.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so yeah, so it comes up in two ways. It comes up in obviously behaviourally, how mm-hmm. we respond to experiences ourselves, but also how we respond to other people, including our children. Mm-hmm. And also uh, that emotional state within us can be manifested physically as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in terms of, um, you know, have women come in and they find when they start they might be hormonal problems, or skin problems, or weight problems, or. Disease or conditions of some sort uh and then once they've learned how to process the emotions how to elevate their emotional health mm-hmm. uh those physical conditions tend to fade away
0: it always it always amazes me the connection between the mind and the body and how it all works together because I remember <coughs> when I was in middle school I had a lot of like unhealed and like anxiety that i didn't recognize and it got so bad and so like i didn't know how what to do with it it started manifesting into like stomach issues and like migraines and i was in and out of the er because i was like i have all these issues but there's no reason for them and then years later when i finally got into therapy they were like yeah so that was anxiety and i was like oh okay <laughs> good to know
1: yeah i i experienced similar thing you know mm-hmm. a lot of, and even now um Obviously in the line of work I do mind body connection, I'm I'm very attuned and I know the importance of checking in with my body. And mm. you know, even today I was like, okay, there's something there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I can feel it. And as soon as I was able to take myself through this beautiful healing process that nowadays doesn't take long at all for me, mm. um, at the end was like, Oh yeah, my stomach's great now. That's <laughs> really <laughs> so it really is just knowing how, right? It's knowing mm. your tools. But the thing to remember is our bodies want us to be well. They want us to be healthy, and mm-hmm. they want us to be happy. And it's just that, that natural biochemical ability mm-hmm. is hindered mm-hmm. because of our unruly thoughts and our attachments to the past.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, very beautiful. Um, so I want to get more into your work specifically with mother's emotional health, but. Before we do that, um, could you clarify kind of the difference between mental and emotional health and why that's important to know that there is a difference between those two?
1: Yeah, such a great question. Cause we hear the words mental health bandied around a lot, mm-hmm. especially since the pandemic, right? Right. Um, but generally, and the thing is when you have signs and symptoms and you take those to a, a GP or a doctor, the diagnosis is especially if the symptoms of depression or anxiety and other things Mm -hmm. the diagnosis is often a mental health problem Mm -hmm. but the thing is when you look at it all with beautiful curiosity and awareness you can see that those symptoms are often from your your emotional state so the way that you see yourself the way that you see the world the way that you walk into your day is it in survival mode? Mm-hmm. Like, how is your nervous system on a when, it, when you wake up and then you go to sleep, mm-hmm. and as you walk around throughout your day, you know, do you feel safe? Does your body feel safe? Um, do you are you <clears throat> when you walk into a situation or have an interaction with someone or an experience in life, you know, um, are you seeing it as a threat and is that threat perceived or is it real? You know, these kind of questions are really healthy for us to become aware of because, oftentimes, we walk through life and we're just not aware that our uh, our emotional state—you know—that that that, that layer, that huge layer beneath the tip of the iceberg, that's underneath the water—it's right. massive. Um, becoming conscious and more aware of that is 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 all about your emotional health. So, emotional health is—you know—being able to. <clears throat> look at your emotions and welcome them in and say hey what are you trying to tell me okay Yeah. yeah and, and then and then seeing okay so how did that story form you know what am i what am i really putting out there what am i really thinking what's the energy i'm carrying and why is it that way mm-hmm. you know because often the energy <clears throat> that our mother has carried mm-hmm. is the same energy that we carry and the same energy that we respond with interesting itself. okay so a lot of the work I do also is seeing and, and being able to uncover the signs and the symptoms of generational trauma or wounds. So our parents come into their motherhood journey, uh, father, and mother, they come into their parenting journey um, with their wounds. Mm-hmm. And generally, they're unhealed wounds mm-hmm. for many of us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and those wounds, of course, that pain is just passed on. So it's so beautiful that you and your mother
0: are unlearning together. Yeah, well, and I'm, and I think I've also grown a lot closer to her because I talk about this on on here a lot. But I'm currently working with my therapist on uncovering a lot of issues that have actually kind of stemmed from my dad and a bunch of like the paranoia that he like projected onto me and my brother when we were little. That causes like constantly because he was always I know growing up like putting like, oh, if you do this, it's going to be like worst case scenario. It's going to be worst case scenario if you do this and this and this. And so like my brother and I were having a conversation like a few months ago and I was like, do you like have to triple check all the locks at night, like consecutively without interruptions or else you think someone's going to break in and everyone's going to die? And he was like, oh my God, yeah, I thought I was the only one. And I was like, so funny. And then I brought that up to my therapist and she was like, and then I mentioned something about my dad and she was like, so I want to see where this connects. Um, do you see this right here? And I was like, oh, but I think as my mom, because my parents divorced when I was really little. And so my mom, as like I get older and we see more of the kind of narcissistic patterns from my dad and all the issues, like she's like, Oh yeah, that was also in our marriage. So now we're connecting, like healing from those together. And and so yeah, so it's all connected in that. <laughs>
1: yeah it's interesting isn't it and and when you look at that with compassion you know he he was acting from that place of survival right you know uh and and for a reason there's a reason yeah there's something that occurred for him an experience that he had
2: Mm -hmm. that was
1: never healed right and so his his default was to protect everybody Mm -hmm. make sure everyone's safe Mm -hmm. um and that's how it gets passed on so it's not often you know when we talk about trauma it's not often jumping to necessarily abuse or any of the big traumas right and it it can be something as simple as you know your mum was just really busy Mm -hmm. and she was just really busy and so you know some of the women have come into my program and discovered that you know through that that busy mother who was doing her absolute best and was a great Mm mum but uh, she just wasn't there for them to to teach them what emotional health looks like mm-hmm. and to mirror that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I I, I love that because I think that's something that I always struggle with is like looking at that. What's our body actually trying to tell us? And like, what's the actual emotion? And not just, what's, because I, I think that's something with my anxiety too. I'm like, because I have like the anxious side of my brain and like the rational side that's like, okay like let's think about is this actually gonna happen has this ever happened no you're okay but then the rational side's like oh my gosh this car has been behind me for two minutes i'm getting followed and they're gonna kill me when i get home like and then the rational side memory is like um no <laughs> i don't think that's the case so that's something i always do and need to work on so glad that's what you work on too that's fantastic i mean
1: <laughs> and the thing is it's it's not crazy mm-hmm. this is this is real for us right? right the story that we're mm-hmm. carrying that oh we're under threat or whatever
2: mm-hmm.
1: um i love the acronym for fear f-e-a-r false evidence appearing real Ooh, okay I've and never often it that. is just false evidence right yeah <laughs> yeah and it is all about bringing our front brain our top brain online mm-hmm. um you know there's four parts to our brain and 95 of the time we're living from the bottom brain the subconscious brain mm-hmm. and that's what's in the driver's seat and that's what's running the show mm-hmm. and that's why we're so often unaware of the patterns we pass on and the patterns that we carry and give out into the world mm-hmm. um but learning the skill of being able to integrate those stories and bring ourselves and bring our top brain online mm-hmm. which is the rational part mm-hmm. you know it's the sensible part of our brain right being able to do that is a real skill And that's where I get into um, a lot of work with my um, clients and and the mothers I work with, is practical neuroscience, really simple brain-based strategies to help you change those neural pathways and rewrite the story. But I do that in combination with somatic healing, somatic meaning body, Mm -hmm. so body healing. Mm -hmm. So really bringing them back to their bodies, because our body does have all the answers. Mm And we, it is completely possible to operate throughout life from an aligned place, from an intuitive place. Mm -hmm. It's just, we're so busy Mm -hmm. (laughs) jumping in in everyone else's lane or or running from an identity, a false identity, Mm -hmm. you know, one that might be a bulletproof identity Mm -hmm. because we had to be bulletproof growing up Mm
2: -hmm. or
1: it could be a proud identity because we had to prove ourselves to get Mm -hmm. loved or whatever it was so it's about shedding those identities and coming back to your soul finding out what those gaps are where those holes are and then filling them with your real needs
0: Mm. i i did not know that i was going to be hitting such a deep place in my own self because i was like she's going to be talking about mothers i was like i'm not a mother oh you're hitting all the spots that i have problems
1: with (laughs) and that's just it is that i cater to everyone but i'm a mum of three Mm -hmm. and i know that when i had those kids suddenly all these things came up Mm -hmm. you know those band-aids those glasses that i was putting on my wounds were just bursting off and i was like oh wow you know this this is more than just having three kids overwhelmed Mm -hmm. there's more to it than this Mm -hmm. you know um and thankfully i had a really supportive husband who was able to you know allow me to journey into that growth and um provide that safe space for me to figure it out mm-hmm. um but yeah no look it's a it's a human thing right mm-hmm. you know like i said before emotions are human we all have them right. we just um you know many of us are just not thought what to do with them
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: yeah um that was like a perfect segue into my next question because my next question is what sorts of new things show up when kids come along um, that can make that emotional health kind of decline. Um, so yeah, so that's the next question because you mentioned that. So perfect.
1: <laughs> oh, look, all sorts of all sorts of things come up, but some of the main things, um, like I noticed, let's just take me for an example,
2: mm-hmm.
1: is that I was, you know, a, a successful woman. I didn't have kids until my thirties. Um, so, you know, I had done many wonderful things. And here I am, happily married, three kids. And yet I had this deep sadness and I had a, a rage inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and I actually said to my husband in the early days, when at that point maybe I hadn't had one or two babies, I said, I think I might need to go to an anger management course. And he was like, oh, no, 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 that's for, you know, it's for men who beat their wives kind of thing. <laughs> like oh, well what is what is out there for me then because i feel this is anger cut i get frustrated and angry at the kids and,
2: mm-hmm. and i shouldn't mm-hmm.
1: and i don't want to um and you know and that's the way it's often perceived is it's kind of ignored by society there's no i certainly didn't have any support system so it kind of made it wrong to be able to go out and say oh i'm struggling in this way mm. because on the outside i looked like this but healthy, happy, successful woman—you know, with kids, rah right, rah. Right. But on the inside, I was like, I don't feel right. I feel broken. Mm-hmm. Something, something, something. Not, you know, I don't feel normal. Something's not showing up right for me mm-hmm. because I'm not—I'm um, not living out a soul legacy that I want my kids to follow in the footsteps mm-hmm. of. Um, so, so it was showing up as really, really busy and um boy it's hard to slow down when you came back survival response mm-hmm. most of your life mm-hmm. and it was showing up as a lot of doing a lot for everybody else but zero commitment to myself mm-hmm. and like if food needed to be baked for the school bake store i would do it if someone needed to MC the talent quest i would do it if someone needed to you know like i was bringing myself here there and everything everything, everything to everyone mm-hmm. and that's a common thing i do see
2: Mm -hmm. And often
1: that is just so we can avoid the pain so we don't have to sit and stillness and discover what's really going on, you know, in the landscape of our
0: mind and our body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I see myself doing that now, even just, like, I'm busy all day, like, little tasks. I don't have to – and it's, like, even, like – because my thoughts like to just go hog wild. So, like, at night I'll, like, oh, if I fall asleep with the TV on, then I'll focus on that noise instead of – everything going on in my head. Yeah, so I I do that too. <laughs>
1: exactly. And um knowing I think I think a big part of it, Emily, is knowing what to do with what you discover or what you find. Right. So first things first is most people just don't want to go there. We will Netflix binge. We will scroll on social media. We will eat more food, drink more alcohol. We'll do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to stuff it down, ignore it, minimise it, move away from it, push right. it away, pretend it never existed, right? Yeah. Um, because one, we're just not used to sitting with ourselves mm-hmm. and sitting with our emotions and going and doing the work. Mm-hmm. And we're also secondly afraid that it might be too hard. And that's where having a real safe coach or a therapist or a mentor who knows what they're doing to take you through a really pulse because they know how to equip you to make yourself feel safe
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and and give you the right tools, the really effective tools to get you through those hard moments mm-hmm. because sometimes it can be hard to deep.
0: Mm-hmm. but
1: it's so worth it.
0: Yeah. Um, I, so I have a question that just popped in my head. It's not on the list, but, um, so you talked about how you had a very supportive husband that was really helpful into your, your healing process, but I keep seeing a lot of social media lately, people talking about how much kids have like damaged their relationships with their partner. Um, do you see a lot of that? Is that another problem that that you see with mothers or, or parents in general? We can often, um, one of the things, one of the big responses that we have
1: is to, to our unhealed brains, unhealed trauma, mm-hmm. as we like to call it, and, and that is blame. Mm-hmm. And um, we will often blame whatever is right in front of us or the overwhelm that we see before us
2: mm-hmm.
1: as a reason for why we're showing up the way we do. Mm-hmm. But when we take real radical responsibility, self-responsibility, I always say, Emily, I always ask, what's my part to play in it? Any experience, any interaction, I'm always like, "Ah, oh, well, what was my part to play in that? Mm-hmm. Because there are always, in our reactions, there is often, it's often underpinned by fear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that shows up for us in certain ways. And we're often trying to get affection, acceptance, um, yeah, so that, 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 that's how it shows up so i would say um kids can get in the way in, of relationships mm-hmm. but what is your relationship for doing and if you if right. you've carried over pain into your relationship mm-hmm. and you've carried over unhealed wounds and unexpressed emotions mm-hmm. then of course your relationship is going to have problems mm-hmm. right. and it's really beautiful when you can find a partner who's willing to go down that growth path mm-hmm. and heal his unhealed wounds as well, or his or her, mm-hmm. uh, and, and together you can release the past, feel it and release it so that you show up mm-hmm. beautiful, vulnerable, you show up intuitively and authentically as yourself. Mm-hmm. So that of course has a knock-on effect a knock-on effect to the children, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do completely understand that kids preoccupy the main caregiver and I'm going to say mother cause I work with mothers. Mm-hmm. They can take up a lot of our energy, our time, and we have very little left for our partners. Right. But that doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. We can normalize it and make excuses for it, but there is a different way.
0: Right. That's be, I like that the, you can make it cause I th- I think that's just the, it's like, oh, well, of course it's so normal for your, your you know, your relationship to kind of be, put on the back burner when you have kids, but it doesn't have to be, I like that. I like that you said you can change it. That's beautiful. Yeah, it really doesn't have to be, does it? Because this is life Mm
1: -hmm. right now, as you and I look at each other and speak, this is it. This is, this is the present. Life doesn't exist before Mm -hmm. because that's finished and it doesn't exist in the future because that hasn't happened. It exists right now. And if you're in a relationship right now, then that's, that's it. Like why wait until the kids are at home or why wait for anything? Make it work right now. And and a lot of the work I do with women is about creating that life you desire about the feelings that you want. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I really encourage them to chase the feelings, not the Mm things, not the experience, because when you're chasing those feelings, those experiences will come. Mm.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Um, so what are some of your techniques that you use to help elevate that emotional health and, and what tends to be the most effective and, and everything kind of like that? Like, what do you, what do you do? Yeah, sure. So, um, my whole work is based
1: around um, a combination of brain-based strategies, uh, and being able to, you know, our brain is malleable. It's not set in concrete. Years ago, There's a lot of studies uh, that used to say that was the case, and of course the world's waking up to it now and realising actually we we can change, we can mould our brain. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, So a lot of it is steeped in that neuroscience, Mm -hmm. Uh, but really, really easy bite-sized and um, palatable way of of digesting that. Mm -hmm. And then I combine it with um, mind-body healing tools, so really getting into the body. So yes, uh, you know, leaning into the fascia in our body um, through like yoga so um you know our fascia holds a lot of tension like for example in our body um you know a lot of our emotions are held within our hips so i help women identify really tune into their body and really work out uh and, and i have a, a method that i take them through is where is it where are the sensations in the body mm-hmm. and then depending on where they are that generally shows up what you need to heal or what Wounds you might need to look at, and we do it in the most beautiful, and and gentle way, so that it's not scary. Wow. Um, so these are just some of the techniques that help them connect in with their mind-body connection. Mm-hmm. So it's a very full and thorough process. But once you learn the tools and the strategies, you've got them for life, and you can apply them to any situation. Mm-hmm. So while I do have a program that that works with mothers, actually they come in, they come in going, oh. I thought this you know might have been a parenting course and I realized it's all about me <laughs> mm-hmm. and it all starts with me and I'm like yes 100% mm-hmm. um, because our parenting our methods the way we show up it all stems from us mm-hmm. and the energy that we carry through life mm-hmm. and sometimes you know it's, it's incredibly heavy to carry all these stories Mm -hmm. that just aren't true about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's not our fault. It's not our fault that we carry these stories. We just don't know it. Yeah, And being able to become aware of that and then have the tools. It's about having the tools and taking those those tools into every area in your life. You know, I have a woman who finished the course and they get promotions at work or they change jobs or they enter into new relationships. all sorts of amazing things happens, and it's all because they've made that internal shift mm. and i work with them for four months it's a four-month mentorship where they come on every week and onto the call and so each week they turn up with whatever is currently bothering them whatever experience or sensation they've had that they're not happy with that they want to change that we are ready to heal and okay. they deal with that so it's, it's a beautiful wrap-around uh mentorship you're not kind of left on your own <laughs> right do this for your homework and where you go or right. read this book and where you go
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and i think that's that's where the goal is is combining the learning that i offer alongside those coaching calls each week
2: mm-hmm. and by the
1: end of the four months you'll find that women have really got the hang of oh i can do this emotional health i can show up mm-hmm. like i mm-hmm. and they totally identify uh when their responses are stemmed in the past mm. and not in the present, mm-hmm. it's super exciting
0: and fulfilling work. that i it sounds like it i feel like that just be the best thing to see all these mothers just completely bloom and become new versions of themselves it's amazing oh it is and it's amazing
1: because they pass on those tools to their children yeah as they write back to me and say oh i've got my children doing this and i've got my oh. children doing that and it's oh children with their anxiety because right. sometimes they, these kids are have double spirits you know i do have quite a lot of single mothers on my program
0: mm-hmm. that's so is this is this like healing your emotional health like this and and your wounds and trauma and everything would you recommend people doing that bef- even before they have kids oh i think
1: i think i recommend doing it like now if you've heard about it do it now okay don't wait sorry about that noise okay don't wait um you know emotional health our emotional health is just as important as our physical health right Mm -hmm. so you know you mentioned you're going to pilates that is so awesome Mm -hmm. because it's so important that we that we move our bodies Mm -hmm. but what about shifting our stories what about moving our our emotions Mm -hmm. because the thing is is emotions are physical Mm -hmm. right they get stored in our body mm-hmm. somewhere. And unless we know how to recognize it, process, and release those emotions, then they stay stuck, they stay stuck in there.
2: Yeah.
1: And with those emotions come stories that accompany it. Mm-hmm. And so those stories keep us stuck. And I'm sure you can resonate, there's times in our life where we're completely paralyzed yeah. by our beliefs, mm-hmm. by our opinions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's where the whole self-sabotage comes in and we any critic is so so harsh. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. moving through all that is part of emotional health mm-hmm. And you show up so differently. Mm-hmm. And I I know this because for myself, I'm completely transformed.
0: Right. Oh, that's so beautiful. I lo- I think my and I, I say this every time I bring people on because the whole reason I have guests on is to share, you know, perspectives that I don't personally have, because I only have so much knowledge in math own little head um and and every I say this so often but my favorite thing is like I don't want to be a mother for like a good 10 years at least right now but my favorite thing is learning all this new stuff for myself and that can make me a a better a well-rounded human and and hopefully a parent and I just get to learn and I love that
1: oh yeah look so many of us this is the thing Emily is that we when we become parents we you know we're told what the best brand to buy is and mm-hmm. what the best high tier is and what the best way of feeding them is and mm-hmm. you know you, you do go out and buy the, the expensive or whatever it is mm-hmm. and it's like if someone had actually sat me down and said actually this is the number one thing on your to-do list mm-hmm. or you know is your emotional health mm-hmm. is you know what wounds might you be carry do that work so i think you're in a beautiful position a beautiful mission to uncover all those signs and symptoms of unhealed wounds that your body's carrying. Mm-hmm. Because you'll get to a point where your, your your gunk cup, I call it, your emotional cup full of all those unhealed wounds will be drained.
2: Yeah. And you'll
1: be just starting beautifully fresh. Maybe some things will come up, you know, when your body feels safe and ready, more things to uncover. You know, we're always healing, we're always growing in life. We don't stop, right. hopefully. <laughs> um but really doing all this beautiful work. So you can, when I when I talk about women in elevating their emotional health, you can get to that line, that baseline, where you're like, okay, I can deal with today, and I can deal with the emotions that are thrown in today, instead of having to through that gun from the past, because that's released. Once you've done your work and you've used the tools,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're in a beautiful position to just deal with what's in front of you. Yeah.
0: So beautiful. I love that. Um, So we've gone through kind of what you do in it and and a lot of connecting the mind and body. Um, One thing that you said that you wanted to talk about was talk therapy and why that isn't necessarily always the answer. Because I feel like that's something when you hear mental health, when you hear, you know, healing yourself, I think talk therapy is, I mean, super thrown out there as, as the solution. But, but you said that that's not necessarily always the answer. Why is that? So from all the
1: years of working with women, one of the things that's come up is that when they're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, if they go to anyone, a doctor for help, there's two things that um, they're prescribed, and that is talk therapy Mm -hmm. and anti-anxiety or anti-depression tablets. Mm -hmm. And this is just from my experience, and it's just from what I've heard from Mm mothers. And they all come to me saying, well, talk therapy doesn't work. Um, the antidepressants, as we know, just push down, suppress even more. Mm-hmm. They're not doing what we need to do, which is actually face what's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand why people don't want to face what's, what's there because they don't know how. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why people like myself are bored to show them. And in terms of the talk therapy, they find themselves repeating and living the same stories over and over. Mm-hmm this is what happened, this is how I felt, she said, He said, and so on. Mm-hmm. And it's they come out of the sessions, or months of sessions, and feel like they had nothing shifted, mm-hmm. nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. And that's because they kept that same thing on repeat. So by bringing in mind-body tools, we're actually replacing that story. Mm-hmm. So I always say to women, when you come into my program, you don't have to relive the past. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's about. In fact, we don't we don't necessarily want you to be repeating that. Mm-hmm. We want you to be able to integrate the experience, absolutely, honor and celebrate your story, but start sitting in the driver's seat and replacing that story with a new one, replacing those neural pathways. And a lot of that is about um deleting those triggers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. You still have the memory there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you your body. On a sensational perspective, doesn't respond in that same way. So your body's not triggered, and that's that's the beautiful goal of the course is being able to delete the, the the sensations that come up. Because when when you think about it, like with anxiety, your anxiety, um, you first notice it if you're really changing. Notice it in your body, right? That's mm-hmm. the first cue. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we should be doing.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, not necessarily talking about what happened. You know what happened when anxiety occurred. It's like okay, let's start with the body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because let's start with your nervous system. How are we going to calm it and get it into a safe space to start exploring?
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. So yeah.
1: there's definitely a place Emily for talk therapy, a hundred percent. Yeah, but. For a lot of women, Mm -hmm. it hasn't worked. And they've spent thousands of dollars and thousands of hours on it. Mm -hmm. And they come to me and as soon as they start working with the mind-body connection and healing this gentle way and doing it from the body and finding the answers there. Mm -hmm. They find that it's really empowering. And they do go on to make those monumental changes in their life. Right.
0: Yeah, I love that. Because I think – so one of my favorite things is so a couple months ago – I just, nothing was working. And so I was referred to a psychiatrist to get on Prozac for my anxiety. But one thing that she was super, like, kept pushing was, like, this is just, like, to add into the mix. She was, like, I want you to be going on a 20-minute daily walk out in the sun. I want you meditating for 10 minutes in the morning. She's like, you don't want to rely on this. You want to mix it into, you know – help everything else and, and boost it up, which I, which really helped because I notice on the days when I don't move my body, when I don't get vitamin D, it's still something's off. Um, So I like that because I feel like it's, it's about building your toolbox and not just having one thing to rely on.
1: That's fantastic, you know, because when, that's so good because when you think about it, children, when they're born, they're not, they're not born with anxiety. Right. Like they learned responses. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And as you as you do, it's about unlearning.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: about finding things to get you back to that state of trust and safety. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's that's all part of the toolbox too.
0: Yeah. I love building that's my favorite thing that my mom and I talk about is because is building our toolbox. And that's my favorite. And I love when I find new little things, especially through interviewing new people. I'm like, oh, can add that in. That's a new thing. Yay. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And the thing is, being playful and get, remaining curious about what works mm-hmm. for you because, and that's why in my program, I offer so many different options and mm-hmm. take through different strategies because what might work for you might not work for me. we are all different. Right. But it's having the confidence to sit long enough to work out, okay, what works for me. Right. Uh, and, and often we don't. Often we'll have an experience, we'll go down that path of anxiety or whatever it is. out physical, behavioral responses to that experience.
2: Mm.
1: And then we'll just do what we normally do. People please get busy, self-sabotage, um, push it away, eat more food, do whatever we do Mm. rather than sit and explore. Okay. So what do I need?
0: Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So deep. Um, so on that note of, of what, what we need and, and, and feeling everything. What advantage does accessing your emotions bring? And also, does that include accessing even like our negative emotions?
1: Absolutely. So, all our emotions are welcome, mm-hmm. and we really must notice and observe all of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because emotions are our body's cues, they're telling us something.
2: Right.
1: Emotions are bringing us information. Mm-hmm. And that's all they're doing. So when you feel your stomach tighten, it's like, you know, a lot of people would just carry on with their day, but to be able to stop and go, oh, okay, what are you telling me? Mm -hmm. And then if you sit long enough, you might go, oh, oh, here's something that she said at the school drop off. That had an effect on me. What is that? And being able to sit deeper, you know, like, Mm -hmm. whereas normally we just zoom, zoom, zoom throughout our day. Mm -hmm. But once we uncover it, and then whatever we find there, be able to process that and, and heal it and release it in a, in a physical way too, which is really important with somatic healing, um, then then we're able to carry on. And we'll find the next time something like that occurs, we won't get that sensation in our time. Because we've actually gone to the core, we've dealt with the real reason that, that our body sent us that cue in the first place.
0: Oh, that is so... Because I I swear every time I'm like, I get anxious or I get angry or I'm sad or, or anything like that, I'm like, ignore it. And then it's like two days later and I'm like, it clicked. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why that happened. <laughs> Interesting. It's too late now to deal with it because I don't feel that way anymore yeah well exactly
1: but you know there are ways that you can deal with it um later and and that's all part of draining your gunk up right and it's, it's something that you learn to do and you learn to do daily uh, to keep on top of your game because the only way to really remain uh connected to yourself and your your true self right your soul and to put that out into the world is to do that daily work and it's similar to you know going to a gym right if you want to build a bicep Mm-hmm. You don't just go once. It's not once and done. Right. Healing is not a once and done process, right? And it's not linear either, right? not mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm going to do this. And now I'm going to deal with that. And now I'm going to deal with that. It's like a flower unfolding, and as we peel back the layers, as our nervous system feels new safety, then we can we can. You know visit different wounds and it will reveal it to us we can totally trust our body it has all the answers mm-hmm. um but like going to the gym you know to get that bicep we're gonna go for six months three four times a week mm-hmm. and it's the same with our emotional health mm-hmm. we can't just you know pop a pill and suddenly we've got good emotional health right because emotional health is not just facing emotions it's being in the driver's seat in terms of you know um how you respond you know, and and having, you know, like, people think willpower, like, have I got the willpower to, a lot of women come to the program and go, I don't really think I'm going to be able to change.
2: Mm -hmm. I
1: don't think I'm going to have the willpower to be able to, it's like, absolutely, because it's not about willpower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's, it's a big, beautiful um, mind-body solution, because I think that's, I mean, my belief in this one, why I do the work I do, and it's all backed by science, is, that is how humans work, right? You know, our mind is connected to our body, it's it's out there, it's through the vagus nerve, right? It's mm-hmm. there's, there's communication all the time that'll turn them up and down from our mind to our body. That mm-hmm. means so many of us cut it off at the neck and just look from the neck up, and right? Just in our
0: minds, right? Yeah, no, that's I, 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 we always forget, I think, that our bodies are meant to work, and <laughs> really, yeah, well. It's messed up. Guess I'll live with that. But I think it's really interesting because, again, on my psychiatrist that has me on meds but also has me pairing that with other things, she made a point of, like, all that anxiety. She's like, we tend to get in our heads about it and think that it's there. But a lot of it, it starts in your stomach. And there's all these different things. And I'm like, wow, I learned so much. I didn't know that. That's so beautiful. I'm so glad that she is hearing it with other things. And,
1: mm-hmm. you know, slowly you will develop more tools. Yeah. And um, and eventually you won't need the medication because you'll have that safety in that toolbox to be able to sit there and, you know, process your emotions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another question that wasn't on the list, but I just thought of. So I know a lot of times I hear in, you know, when it comes to your healing journey is, also, kind of checking in on the people that you have around you—is that important to make sure your circle and, and all the people you have aren't necessarily like kind of dragging you on that on that healing journey? Yeah. So a lot of a lot of the time, what happens on the healing journey
1: is we develop a deep and nourishing commitment to yourself, mm-hmm. and in doing that, you do learn about boundaries. Mm-hmm. And being the boss of your boundaries. <laughs> yeah. And it's not only about what you're uh, giving, but it's about what you're receiving. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being able to do an energy audit and you know, go, okay, where am I giving too much? Where am I receiving too much of what I don't want? Mm-hmm. Or what do I want more of? Mm-hmm. Really, really important in the in journey. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're all the one that needs to live in your body your right. stories and your struggles mm-hmm. and you're the one that has to go to sleep at night in your mind and body.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So really your responsibility to yourself self is paramount. It's not selfish. Mm-hmm. It's the paramount.
0: Yeah. That's, I love, I love getting reminded that working on yourself is not selfish and it's okay. <laughs> Cause I think I always forget that. And I know my friends always forget that, but I'm also someone who's like a people pleaser. And I'm like, I'd rather have everyone else happy than myself happy because at least no one's mad at me
1: a hundred percent and it's even more highlighted when you become a mom mm-hmm. because your kids needs when they're first born they really do need you right. right and they need you so much um but there is a transition time when you start showing up a way that you're not super proud of that you realize oh wow i've really got to deal with myself first right um, because i always say the world needs the best of you not the rest of you so if you're completely uh you know under the pump rundown and haven't been tending to your emotional health,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then
0: your kids aren't going to be you. Right. And that's not a good feeling to raise asleep on. Yeah. So do do you do you encourage to set for mothers to set boundaries with their with their children as well then when it comes to healing? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And and it's great because I'm a mum, I've designed
1: a program that is bite size for mums, we don't have all the time in the world, right? Yeah. We we don't want to not feel Mm -hmm. because we don't have time. Right. Because let's face it, motherhood is busy. There's so much going on and you are juggling work and kids and relationships and everything else. Mm -hmm. So I really encourage women to with their emotional health set aside that time and it looks different for everyone and i work with them on that so they find what is truly aligned because once again what works for me might not work for you right
2: um
1: and then yeah setting a a gentle boundary a lot of the a lot of the program is one of the solutions is communication mm. how can we communicate from an emotionally healthy place because that just Blaze through in so many areas of our life.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: weaves into our work. It weaves into, you know, standing on the side of a soccer field watching the kids as we talk to other parents.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so learning the different types of really healthy communication, mm-hmm. above the line communication, is a huge part of our movement as well.
0: Mm-hmm. That I love. It. I love talking about boundaries because I am so bad with them, and so. I want to like be better with them. So then if I have kids, they're going to have great boundaries.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And that's exactly it, Emily. Mm-hmm. Spot on. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head is that if you are walking in strong emotional health, if you're walking with a really strong sense of self-worth, self-love, self-compassion, mm-hmm.
0: then your kids will too, because that's all they will know. Yeah. I love that. So beautiful. This is that you, I love your personality. You're just so gentle and soft. I love it. Um, So we've discussed a lot today, um, but out of everything that we've talked about, if everyone listening were to take away just like one big thing out of everything, what would you want that to be?
1: One of the biggest things I would encourage people to do as a daily practice is Mm self-confession. Just know that the emotions, the cues that your body is giving you is for a reason. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And don't quickly replace them Mm -hmm. with something that's more perfect. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Sit with them and acknowledge them. They're there for a reason. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's like having that compassion to acknowledge all parts of you, Mm -hmm. even the parts that you feel are broken. Right. Self compassion is such a key to your healing, and without it, it's really hard to heal. Mm-hmm.
0: That was such a good note to end on. Oh, my goodness, thank you so much for just sharing so much and imparting all your wisdom. I feel like I learned so much.
1: Oh, you're so welcome, and um, I've loved having this
0: conversation
1: Yay. with you, it's great. <laughs> I
0: love talking about this stuff. Yeah, oh, uh, it's I just I love that's my. Every time I I interview someone, I go to my mom and and my friends and I'm like, I love doing this because I learn so much and stuff that, you know, I wouldn't because I I decided not to go to college after high school and everything. So I'm like, but I would never learn any of this without this or or going to school. So I love it.
1: Absolutely. Like, I would like in an ideal world, I would love for emotional health to be taught in schools. Yeah, it
0: really should be.
1: From a really young age to, because there are a lot of parents out there that don't even know what the word emotional health means, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know, Yeah. Uh, so how are they supposed to teach their children? And that's okay, it's not their fault, they would just never taught themselves, but mm-hmm. to be able to have a society whereby we are honouring what humans are designed to do, mm-hmm. and that is connect on an emotional level, yeah. both with ourselves and with others.
0: Yeah. How amazing would that be? so amazing i remember i i just remember being so frustrated in school because it was always only about get the work done that's it that's your only that's all and i was like i we're all anxious we're all depressed we're stressing out we're not sleeping and and i had this one favorite teacher She was my french teacher but she would always every beginning of every class, she would check in on how we're all feeling and do we need a break? Is today like a kind of more of a rest day or do we feel? And she actually acknowledged that we like had feelings and weren't just little robots for school. And that was amazing. Um, Yeah. And this
1: is the thing is when you, part of having good emotional health is knowing what your in place is. Mm -hmm. What is my in place? And often it doesn't fit onto society's, Mm -hmm. into society's place. Um, and being able to be in an environment where you can honor what you're bringing today what's coming up for you today mm-hmm. um yeah is so so important but we just haven't set up our we're well, certainly in our culture mm-hmm. we haven't set up a society where we can do that mm-hmm. it's like go 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 yeah and yeah. it's all about you know it's almost praised to be busy and to hustle right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and to succeed and to get into that college mm-hmm. it's like no actually <laughs> Working intuitively and being and showing up who you were created to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love. It. I you should just talk all the time to everyone everywhere. I think. <laughs> well, thank you, you I'm so proud of you for wondering soul and
1: what your soul means. You, is. I, and what a great way to learn.
0: I try. I, mean, I really, I love it because this was. I mean, I started this podcast in quarantine in August of 2020 because I was like. I'm not in school cuz I graduated in quarantine from high school and I was like I'm bored. I like mental health stuff, so why not? And then it it's it's grown and it's been amazing, but yeah, it's been phenomenal cuz I and and I think it's also healing things that I I was raised with a lot of shame around, like wasn't raised in big mental health stuff, so anxiety and depression and just but there was there was a lot of shame around everything when I was growing up. So now to to heal that through learning from other people that it's okay, has been really cool.
1: Absolutely. And the thing is with shame is that, you know, it happens. The only time we feel shame is when we're part of a community Mm -hmm. because suddenly we feel like we have to be a certain way, right? Right. But the thing with shame is that it only heals in community.
0: Okay. That is oh i like that
1: (laughs) that's that's another whole conversation to explore
0: yeah i i always i feel like in these discussions there's always so many little like tangents you can go off on and just talk for hours but we will not do that i will let you get back to your day but thank you so 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 much for for coming on today i really appreciate it this episode will be out um wednesday for me which will be thursday for you
1: i'm so um,
0: sorry about that emily oh my gosh it's so okay i time zones hurt my brain so it's it's totally okay love
1: that time zones hurt my brain too yeah
0: <laughs> i was like okay you said you were like sunday and i was like okay it's Tuesday the day before and then you're like oh no day after and i was like what yeah no that was definitely brain fall on my
1: part oh so my gosh, thank okay. you so much and will yeah. you just send me the link for the
0: podcast absolutely i will and i will be um linking your instagram in. The uh, description of the episode too, so anyone that wants to reach out can and find you. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: you have a uh, a lovely is it night for you? It's night. Yeah. It's uh, it's eight
1: fifty nine for day me. <laughs> oh wow! It's good
0: okay, daytime <laughs> for me. All right. Well, hey, thanks so much, and um, I look forward to chatting you to you again sometime. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Alrighty, you silly little gooses you silly geese peoples um that is it for today's episode that was amanda i hope you guys absolutely adored and just soaked up every little ounce of information she gave us because i know i did um i learned so much it's funny whenever i do these interviews because I, if you know me personally, you know that I hate school. I hated school with a passion. I decided to not go to college after I graduated high school because I was like, I can't do another four plus years of this. I cannot do it. I will literally commit arson if I have to do that. So I decided not to go to school and instead pursue my dreams of being an actor, which I'm doing. And oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. Okay. Um, My very first film uh is coming out at the end of this week i'm so excited it's about to be done in post and so if i um if you've been here since the beginning i've been actively pursuing my career as an actor for about a year and a half almost two years um and so and i've done about i've done like four films but everything obviously is not out yet because post-production takes a while and so it's kind of felt like really iffy and everything's like felt like it's at a standstill because I have no actual you know evidence of all the work I've already done and that can sometimes really really I get down on myself about that but my first film that uh is ready it's coming out at the end of this week it's called Alana um it's a wonderful stunning story of Uh, a true story of five women who ended up in the sex trafficking ring and went through that. And it's about their rescue and recovery and all their true stories. And it's a really, really wonderful, really, really important story. um, I think everyone should watch because it unfortunately shows you the very, very dark um, and painful side of what happens um, within that awful, awful um, industry, I don't even want to call it, but it also shows you the beautiful recovery and healing um, when you have support and when you have people that urge you to to heal and show you love and support and everything, so I was lucky enough to uh, play the role of one of those five women and their true stories, which was just an absolute honor Um, and I'm so excited to see it and it's coming out and I cannot, I cannot tell you guys how excited I am to see a piece of work that I've done. So I'm so excited. Um, I'll be posting all about it. So obviously if you guys follow me on Instagram on either my personal or the podcast, you'll know, um, about all of that. So I'm really excited not to like take this topic away from the book, from the podcast, but I was just really excited. I found that out um yesterday. So I'm so excited. So look out for that. And oh my gosh. Um anyway, I don't even know what I was talking about at the beginning of this, but I really hope you enjoyed the conversation with Amanda. Um I will be linking her Instagram in the um episode description. So if you want to reach out to her, um her she has her website and everything linked on her Instagram as well. So you can look at her courses and everything that she does um through there so I will be linking her Instagram and you can go check out all her stuff check out her Instagram it's really beautiful really inspiring everything she talks about I absolutely adore and she just has such a calming like aura like everything about her just emits like peace and love and and sunshine and I absolutely adored it so Amanda thank you so 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 much again um, to everyone listening, I hope you all enjoyed, and I hope you're doing wonderful um, whenever you listen to this. If it's Wednesday when it's uploaded or, you know, at midnight on a Saturday, I hope that whatever day it is, whatever time you are doing okay, I'm so proud of you for however far you've come. If, if all you did today was survive, I'm so proud of you because that's fucking hard. I cannot tell you how many days I have simply not been able to get out of bed and and do simple tasks like showering or brushing my teeth or just taking care of myself because it's hard. Mental health is hard and surviving is hard and life is hard. And oh my God, everything is hard. But I'm so proud of you. You're doing amazing. I love you so, 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 so much. Um, I'm so glad you're here. Please continue to be here. We need you on this earth. You're a very, very vital part to the world. And I want you to stick around as long as you possibly can. So I love you all so, 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 so much. If you have not been told that today, first of all, boo. Second of all, I love you so much. You literally each and every one of you listening, you have a special place in my heart. And I love you to infinity and beyond. I'm so proud of you. You're doing amazing. You're so beautiful inside and out. And... I adore you and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or evening or whatever. And I will talk to you in the next episode.